to God forever and ever. Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. And the, the Lord God Almighty is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. Humans were born to fellowship with Him, even forever. And in heaven, they will be in the anointing, which is the, the presence of God, the presence of Jesus Christ. Father God, Lord Jesus, thank You for allowing us to be Your children. Thank You, Jesus, for all that You're doing today and for praying for us and interceding for us. I bless those listening to this podcast. I believe with them for their needs, for their miracle, their, and that You'll reveal Your glory to them. Send out laborers, Lord, into the harvest fields in North America, Canada, the U.S., in the wonderful name of Jesus. This message is the anointing. And it's part of the mystery of God. The mystery of God is an eternal revelation. And from our perspective, it's one of the... It, it's, a, it's a mystery that God would allow us to be His children forever and to and offer to fellowship with us. To think just just that one truth that the Almighty God, the great and awesome God of the universe, and His Son Jesus Christ, who is also God, and the Holy Spirit, who is God. You know, they are one. It's very it's quite fascinating to think that He would offer to fellowship even forever. Those who make it to heaven will fellowship with Him. And the anointing is a glorious eternal revelation. It's beyond words, beyond explanation even for all eternity. So, in this short message, I I simply want to present the anointing and and then just let it go. Let the Holy Spirit do, do the wonderful things that He does. When someone gets born of water and the Spirit, they will begin to experience His presence and glory. That's the second of the four phases of knowing God. The, the fourth phase is the anointing. Um, the anointing is the presence of Jesus, the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's a heavenly substance, a precious substance, a heavenly commodity. A man of God teaches that. And it's tangible and touchable. So heaven is filled with the anointing. Heaven is a planet and it's filled with the, it's filled with the presence of Jesus Christ. That presence is available on the earth. He's everywhere on the earth. So every day we a, a, a believer has the opportunity to seek the Lord and potentially 
experience his presence and glory. There's three realms of prayer. Jesus revealed that. And, but a, a believer can also not do that. And, and you know, that's, that's between them and God. It's, it's Jesus revealed, go to that secret, go to a secret place and pray to your Father who's in the secret place. I'm going to put in the notes the results of the anointing. Jesus revealed this in, in uh, Luke chapter 4. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And there, there's at least seven glorious results. But to, it's fascinating that Jesus was fully man. And so that's why we can have that anointing. Because even though Jesus Christ is God, He became a man. That's how He did His ministry for three years. Is the, it's the, the Holy Spirit. Um... It's, I say this with great reverence, but it's a mystery of the kingdom of, of heaven that we as humans, that we as believers can have the same, the same Holy Spirit that Jesus Christ the man was anointed with. Remember, Jesus said, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he shall do also. He shall do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. The greater thing is presenting salvation. Jesus simply could not do that because he had not died and risen from the dead yet. This is Wonder in Reality. My name's Jim. This series is called The Mystery of God, and this still really is an introductory message. I'm giving several just introductory messages about the mystery of God because this is a, a vast subject. It's an eternal revelation. We could give billions of messages about it and we, you know, about everything related to the, our great and awesome God and His presence and glory and His Son, Jesus Christ. Billions, trillions of messages. We would just be beginning to 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 know him like and so I, I want to shift gears and emphasize continue to emphasize it's all about the presence and glory of Jesus Christ and and one person in that relationship with him Jesus revealed that clearly he said, go into a, your room, a secret place with no one else. Go pray to your Father who's in the secret place. Your Father who hears in secret will reward you openly in the open. And so, yes, we need to be in fellowship with other believers. Absolutely. We need all these wonderful things that God has offered. But the greatest thing is doing what Jesus said there in that secret place. And that's salvation. That's how someone gets saved. That, you know, that's, that's how someone moves into the four phases of knowing Him. It's completely, you know, all truth parallel. Um, it, it's not about, you know, I, w I want to present the Scripture specifically about the anointing, it's so wonderful. 
but it's not about anything else but that glorious relationship and I, I, I what's really fascinating is to find him it's the same for every person in the world from the highest to the lowest from the richest to the poorest from the most educated and most knowledgeable of the Bible down to someone who never ever even has a Bible it's the same isn't that wonderful same thing um, and it's simple so that's something I want to continue to emphasize and encourage anyone who will listen and when someone does meet him that's when everything happens born of water and the spirit that's when it just becomes glorious and wonderful and, and exciting and the Holy Spirit who is God who is Jesus Christ will empower us cause us to walk with him that's Ezekiel 36, 26, I believe, is the, is the verse. Recommended reading. And then it, we will realize the privilege. And we will naturally want to walk with Him, serve Him, worship Him. Amen. You know, and flow with Him. Remember, God, God, uh, Jesus said, God is spirit. And those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. And he said that this, it's the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. So, that I just want to encourage you. Also, when someone meets Him, they will begin to experience what the, the only true God is really like. We know now that what is He like? Just look right at Jesus Christ. So they will literally be experiencing not just reading about, not just, but experiencing literally the Lord Himself, what He's like, His nature, His character, His attributes, what He does. And the anointing, the results of the, of the anointing reveal that... Um, very clearly, you know, his nature. So let's look at just the, these are the results. This is like a summary of what Jesus revealed in Luke 4, 18 and 19. So the anointing. Good news of salvation. Let me just, it's probably better to read it. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's the poor, humble, and afflicted. God's in the business of meeting needs. Amen. Okay, then He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Heal. So there's healing and for the brokenhearted. Again, those in need. To proclaim liberty to the captives. Everyone, every unbeliever is a captive, right? They're, and so this is here's liberty, freedom to the captives. Then recovery of sight to the blind. That's the those who are spiritually blind. The, um, 
they can now, when they get born again, they now can see. Jesus literally said, unless someone's born again, they cannot see the kingdom of God. So now their their spiritual eyes are open. Also, it's it's he offers healing physically of people who are blind and deaf. Isn't that amazing? Like that's almost God is so merciful that he offers that and it's almost symbolic of um, receiving sight spiritually to set at liberty those who are oppressed. So there's liberty a second time, freedom to those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And so I do want to add, remember Jesus said, blessed are you poor, hungry, and weeping now. That generally, it's, it takes, not always, but it, it generally takes suffering for someone to realize their need for God. You know, to, there's just something about human nature where and it's best to look at Jesus' words. He said, Woe to you who are rich, full, and laughing. If people are, if things are going great and everything, you know, Jesus said, Woe to you. Now, I want to add though, when we meet the Holy Spirit, we realize. We're now royalty. We are kings and lords and priests, and there's unlimited potential. He offers, you know, the the divine nature that Jesus called it eternal life. That the that's what humans were born to do, and we can be victorious. Amen. And we can we cel- He offers this celebration, and we can be healed and whole. Amen. Amen. And so. Someone may say, well, wait, how is it both of those? Because the God, our, God, our faith is everything. With God, it's not either this or this. It's both this and this. But the results of the anointing do clearly show that it's, you know, He's there to meet needs. Like, from salvation to healing, people who are brokenhearted, people who are oppressed, people who are, you know, captives, spiritually blind, oppressed. I mean, we see here just clearly that it's to meet needs in in so many levels and It is interesting that, remember Jesus at one point, He could not do many miracles because of their unbelief. He, he could not do many miracles in a certain place and He marveled at their unbelief. Again, we see a general truth. If people are satisfied you know, without God, if they have unbelief, you know, God is not able to move and In, in that situation. I just wanted to mention that because it, it is important that we have, you know, of course, hunger for Him and for His, the Lord and His presence and glory and for Him to move and that we greatly desire Him. Also, believe, faith. That's, of course, so important. In In the next coming days, I want to speak more about that, but it's 
it is part of the mystery of God that all he asks is that we just just believe even to do the works of God Jesus said this is the work of God that you believe on him whom he sent only believe just believe God Almighty believes in in every person all he asks is that they believe in him I don't I, I want to say that simply and I'm not and I say that in reverence I'm not trying to um, I'm, I'm wanting to simplif- to present the simplicity of, of knowing him and even of receiving all that he offers his presence his glory the anointing simple Reinhard Bonnke said that he said whether you this is a direct quote he said whether you think so or not it's simple amen Okay, Um, God has given every person their life. All He asks is is that they give it back to Him. Simple. In fact, common sense. The famous verse, your reasonable service, it's just common sense. And Jesus revealed that when someone does that, when they lose their life, when they... Um, when they hate their he even used the word hate he said if anyone hates his life he will keep it for eternal life so we lose our life we give it back to him we hate our life we receive the greatest thing ever and and then there's unlimited potential in that the reason I mention that is even for unbelievers there's unlimited potential if they simply um, find Jesus Christ, give their believe in Him, give their life to Him, unlimited potential for all eternity. They they don't have to, you know, no one uh, fulfills all the potential that God has for them. Right? That's another way of saying the famous verse: "We all fall short of the glory of God." But there is unlimited potential. Why? Because if they simply know Jesus, their name's in the book of life, for all eternity, they will be in glory in the presence of Jesus in the anointing. And they will continue. Saints saints in heaven, first and foremost, they're they fellowship with God. Amen. I mean, that's the greatest thing. That's all someone needs. That's that's all we need on the earth. In fact, that's what humans were born to do. Also, flowing from that in heaven, they will it will be a glorious celebration for eternity. Celebrating the great God Jehovah, his son Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. You know, it's so disappointing that most people don't know how wonderful heaven is and some even I don't I don't even want to repeat what what they say and and believe. <laughs> right? I don't even you know. So I want to set the record straight to a certain at least try 
to emphasize it's a celebration and then also people will forever be um, saints this is something holy and reverent and sacred but they will be in the image of Jesus Christ and doing what he does for all eternity they it will be the fulfillment of being made in God's image and likeness so they will have the the mind of Jesus Christ and the character and they will be doing ministry and serving him and infinitely more learning from him worshiping him amen worshiping the great god almighty and jesus christ and amen i mean it goes on and on and on and that's what and to think that on the earth his presence and glory is available that's the You know, that is, I want to finish with this, try to, it, that's like a secret, isn't it? Most people don't know. Most people in the world don't know that they were born to fellowship with, with Jesus Christ and that His glory and presence is beyond human words and that He offers everything that they dream of. I'm not saying that to be negative. But it, it might even be true that most believers don't know that. In fact, born-again believers, Jesus revealed they can see the kingdom of God, but they have not entered it. And so they haven't been born of the whole water and the Spirit. I know I keep repeating that, but that's another birth. And that's when someone will under... they will begin to experience His presence and glory. Amen. Amen. And that's... I think the the subject I've mentioned in the last minute, it is beyond explanation. I think I've spent too much time in in past messages trying to explain the unexplainable. Um, so, I, but I, I do want I, some. In some ways, I'm mentioning these things to build hunger in us and to that we realize how glorious it is and that those of us who do have the Bible, we're very fortunate. And we have it all right there in, in you know, black and white and the red letters. Amen. And now here, here's some, this is something I just, I really want to say this though. the general truth that, that we as human beings often don't know certain things. We could give hundreds of examples. Many unbelievers don't realize or understand the reality of heaven and also, well, the reality of hell. But, but the simple conclusion it is revealed right there in Romans 1.20. God's made Himself clear, obvious, and apparent to every person. 
And it even says, so that they are without an excuse. They don't have to hear about the anointing, the glory of the Lord to, to get saved, to realize that they need that, that they need God. They don't have to hear about hell. And that's why I've been just repeating the things that are revealed to those of us who do have the Bible. Um, even if... Some, well... Romans 1.20 reveals is a great revelation of the simplicity. That God's made it simple. And He's made Himself clear, obvious, and apparent. And here's another wonderful thing. All truth being parallel. Faith and believing, simple. Very simple. Getting born of the Holy Spirit, water in the Spirit, if you have not been, simple. Just go right to Him and just say, I'm going to do this, um, and God will do it. Amen, amen. Um, someone needs a miracle? Just go right to Jesus Christ. He's the miracle worker. He's the... Amen. So thanks for listening today. Looking forward to, to this series. And in the notes, I'm going to put the summary of, of that portion of Luke. And... Please do visit our main website, wonderreality.org. Blessings.